Hi everyone, welcome back to Introduction to Talmud Ezra Sfirot. The introduction to Talmud Ezra Sfirot by Yehuda Ashlag, the Bala Sulam. We are in Ot Yudalid. Last time we spoke about Emunah and how if a person wants to really see, because we already know that the Creator is always giving. The Creator is a giving force, so He already gives you a good life. So why does it seem like we don't experience a good life sometimes? It's because somewhere in you, you don't believe that whatever is happening is the best thing for you. So now, based on your level of emunah in the Creator and in the Torah, that's how good your life will be. So it says here, in Ot Bet, Ot Gimel. And then, Rav Ashlag talks about how when you learn Torah with the right level of emunah, the... Ma'or Sheba Torah, the light or the luminary within the Torah brings you back to the right path. And from there you can get to Torah Lishma, doing uh, mitzvot and, and learning Torah for the sake of giving pleasure to the Creator. So now the question is, what about the people who don't have full emunah? So it says the Torah won't shine for them because they don't believe in the Torah. If they don't believe in the Torah, how can it help them bring them back to the life that is good, which already exists? They just have to tap into it. So let's go further and see what he says. I'm, I'm going to explain the end of Otyut Gimel, uh, number 13. The ones who reach the level of emunah that was in totality, it's full emunah in the Creator and the Torah. They're promised. They're promised from the sages. From people who, who learn Torah. With full emunah, even though it's not for the right reasons, even though it's not for giving, the ple- giving pleasure to the Creator, the light within, the luminary within the Torah will return them to the right path. And they won't have to go through hardships. They won't have to go through this life that is explained in the Mishnah, where you're supposed to sleep on the floor, and you're supposed to eat only bread and salt, and drink a little water, and that's it. No sleep, no, no food, no nothing. No physical pleasures. But these people who have full emunah don't have to have this introduction. They can go straight into learning Torah, even though it's not lishma, and they can still reach the light. And through that, through the emunah and the Torah that they have together, even though it's not lishma, that's when the pasuk was talking about mitoch shelo lishma balishma. He can reach a level of, for the sake of itself, which brings a a, a life of happiness and and. Uh, satiation in this world and the world to come. This is what the Pasuk says in Yeshaya, Az there will rejoice on Hashem. Okay, so now we're at Ot Yudalit. And from this idea that we just explained, I once explained the, the idea that Masechet Shabbat says, Whoever's Torah is his art. So Omanut is art or his craftsmanship, something he's, he's, um, he's knowledgeable about. learning of Torah, How do we know about a person's of love Through his learning of Torah. They're interconnected. Ki Omanuto, craftsmanship, the word in Hebrew, craftsmanship or art, Oman, 
Omanuto, Otiot Emunato, it's the same letters as the word in Hebrew, his faith, his belief. Adam, it's similar to a person, to what? Kesef, person who he wants to lend his friend some money. There are some people who only believe or they only uh, trust in a person that they'll return that, let's say, dollar. He'll so only trust for one dollar, one lira, Rav says. But if the person comes and asks him for two dollars or two lirot, he doesn't want to give, he doesn't trust this person for borrowing, for lending two dollars. Only one dollar. But there are some people that they trust to give a hundred dollars. But not more than a hundred dollars. Some people, they have trust in another person that they're able to give half of their entire property. But not their entire property. Just half. And there are those people who can lend to their friends and they can trust that they'll return it their entire property and everything that they own without any fear. The last type of faith or trust, that's the real type of trust and faith. The one where you give over everything and you can trust. You're not afraid giving over everything that you have. But the first kinds, one dollar, two dollars, a hundred dollars, half of your property, it's not it's not full emuna. It's partial, partial emuna, partial faith. Whether it's more or less. It's all partial. It's not full. Kach, so just like this, mashal, adam echad mekatselo mitoch shiura emunato ba'ashem. You can understand a person's faith in Hashem, a person's faith in the Creator. Rak she'ayichat miyomol asupak Torah va'avda. So there are some people who only save one hour for learning Torah and doing mitzvot. Ba'ashem mekatselo shtei shiot. And there are some people who give two hours. Efimidat emunato ba'ashem. That's based on how much emuna he has in Hashem, and how, how much faith he has in the Creator. And there is a third type of person who doesn't give any any moment for Torah. He doesn't have anything left for Torah. I'm sorry, I mistranslated. He gives over everything. Every time he has a, a open time, free time. He every time he has free time, he's, he's learning Torah and he's doing mitzvot. So now you would say, You would say only the last one is real emunah. It's only the last one who's full faith. Because he trusts that Hashem, he trusts with Hashem his entire property. Everything he does, every time he has a free moment, he gives his entire time away, his entire life away, just for the Torah mitzvot. He gives it to Hashem during those open moments. It doesn't seem like the first ones who only give an hour or two hours, it doesn't seem like they have full emunah. So I don't, I shouldn't, Rav is saying, I shouldn't go further in this example, but you sort of understand already, Rav is saying that based on how much emunah you have in the Creator, how much time are you going to give to the Torah? You're going to give five minutes, ten minutes, half an hour, an hour, two hours, twelve hours. How much, how much time are you giving? How much money are you giving? How much of yourself are you giving over to Hashem, to the Creator, to the one who created you? How much belief are you putting in him? How much trust are you putting in him that he will take care of you? So let's let's see how he's going to expand this point. Ot tedva. We're at number fifteen. So now we can really explain well. But now we understand a person who was learning lolishma 
He shouldn't expect, he shouldn't wait for himself to become Lishma. A person who's learning for the sake of himself, and he's learning for the sake of, not for the sake of giving pleasure to, to the Creator, he shouldn't expect himself to get there. He shouldn't wait. He shouldn't do things just so he can get there. It's not something that he should be waiting for or expecting. When's the only time a person can expect to get to Lishma once he's doing things Lo Lishma? When he has full Emunah. He knows in himself. He has the right level of Emunah in the Creator and in his Torah. Because then the light can return him like we said before. And that's when he'll merit the day of Hashem. What is the day of Hashem? We said before, the day of Hashem is a day of light. And some people say, no, it's all darkness. What are you talking about? Why are you talking about Yom Hashem? Yom Hashem is all darkness. Uh, the person who says it's all darkness doesn't have the right levels of faith. So only through the right levels of faith can you really get that Yom Hashem, the day of the Creator, where everything is light. So this is a big line. The holiness of his faith purifies his eyes to see the light of the Creator. So now, let's break down the sentence just a bit. It purifies his eyes to see the light of the Creator, which means what? The light of the Creator already exists. He has to purify his eyes to see the light. There's a good joke relative to this point. So there's uh, an old couple, and uh, every Sunday, there's, there's two, two old couples, they live across from each other. Every Sunday, there's one, one of the, the old ladies, she hangs the laundry, every Sunday, hangs the laundry on a clothing line. Now the other old lady, sitting at her kitchen table, she, can, she has a window, she can see across the yard, and she sees her neighbor cleaning her laundry, hanging up the clothing line. So the old lady complains to her husband, I don't get it. Every single Sunday, she's always hanging her laundry. But it's always dirty. And I don't get it. Why would she hang up her dirty laundry? So every week, she keeps complaining to her husband. And her husband says... So the old lady, time after time, every Sunday, and every Sunday, and every Sunday. And then one day, the old man realizes what happened. So the old lady complains again. So why is she hanging her dirty laundry? So the old man goes up to the window, takes a towel, and wipes the window. And the window was dirty. So what do we see? The old lady just didn't see that the clothes were clean. Were the clothes clean? Yes. But the window was dirty. The way she saw, the thing that she used to see was dirty. So what is our job? I lost my place. Give me one second. So what is the emunah? What is the faith in the Creator? How does faith in the Creator help your life? The faith cleanses your eyes. It clears up everything. It makes you see that your life is already good, but you can't see it right now. Your eyes are dirty like the window. So the faith cleanses your eyes to see the light of the Creator. Until you really see the luminary within the Torah. And within the mitzvot that return you back to the, the life that is good. Omnam, however, the people who are lacking faith, who are lacking trust in the Creator, domim they're like bats. They don't see, they're blind. They're not able to look at the light. Because the light for bats, if you know about bats, 
When they look at the light, it's more blinding than darkness. For them, darkness is where they live. So when they go into the light, it's like going from a dark room, a movie theater, into a light room. Your eyes get blinded. So these people who don't have the right level of faith in the Creator, what happens? When they reach sort of a, a time of life that it's supposed to be light. It's supposed, it is light, but they can't see that because they think everything is dark. They don't have the right level of trust in the Creator to see this is the best moment for me in my life. This is what is supposed to be happening to me, happening to me right now. For them it's dark, worse than nighttime. Because they're only fed, these bats are only fed during the nighttime. They're only awake during the nighttime. So too, the people who lack faith. Their eyes, the people who are lacking faith, their eyes become blind to the light of God. To the light of the Creator. What happens? The things that are light become dark. Ah, now within the Torah, we said last time, that there's two sides to the Torah. It can be a drug of life, or it can be a drug of death. A potion that helps you, or a potion that kills you. So he says, a person who's lacking faith, the Torah itself becomes from a drug of life to a drug of death. Sama demuta. So what does it say in Amos about these people? The people who are wanting the day of Hashem. These people look at the people who are, they, they, they crave the desire for the day that Hashem will come, the days of the Mashiach, and the days that will be good. They're asking, what, why, why do you want to chase after Hashem? What is the Creator going to help you? What are you talking about? It's all darkness. It's not light. Ah, the people who only see darkness, they don't have the right levels of trust in the Creator to really see that whatever is happening is light. They don't see the light because their eyes are not clean. How do they clean their eyes? Through the emunah, through the level of emunah and trust and faith that they have in the Creator and His Torah. Tetzain, number 16. The Tosafot asks a question. It says there, So it says over there, whoever learns Torah Lishma, the Torah becomes a Samchaim, becomes a potion of life. Whoever doesn't learn Torah Lishma, as in Osek Torah Lo Lishma, not for the sake of giving. Pleasure to the Creator, the Torah becomes Samamav, it becomes a potion of death. And so they ask the question. Tosfot asks the question. But didn't we just say that you're supposed to learn Torah all the time, even though it's not Lishma? So now you're telling me, if I learn Torah, Lishma, I'm going to die? How can it be like this? Rather, no. We say, because you're learning Lolishma, eventually you read Lishma. Ayen Sham, so you should look there. I'm going to read the footnote from the Tosfot. I want to read the footnotes if you're in this version. Hagdamot Sulam on page Nun Dalid in Tedzain. There's a little footnote here. It says, Ditre Shelo Lishma Havi. There's two types of Lolishma. So this is where we get the real answer. There's two types of learning for yourself or learning for pleasure. Because when the Pasuk said in the Gemara, a person should always learn Torah, even though it's not Lishma. What does it mean? So that you can be called, so you can call a Rabbi, or you, people can respect you. So there are two types of people who learn Torah. There are people who learn Torah because they want to learn the Torah 
and become more intelligent maybe or to be honored by the Torah. The people will honor him. But then there's a type of people who use the Torah, they learn the Torah so they can stab, they can, they can give those harsh questions that, uh, that always bother people and to show off that they know about these ideas. There are people who learn to get more intelligent, to become further in learning Torah. That's, that's already, that's lo lishma. It's not for the right reasons. It's to maybe show off. So it says that the person who has kina, who has jealousy of his friend who's learning more Torah, so he's going to start learning more Torah too. That's not lishma, but it's a good lo lishma. It's the right lo lishma, Tosfot says. What's the wrong lo lishma? When you're learning so you can brag. Oh, there's this and this, this, and then you can you can uh, stab at the rabbis and make sure that they they can't answer your question because they're tough questions. So those are the two types of lolishma. That's Tosfot answer. So what's it talking about when it says a person should always learn lolishma, even if it's not lishma, he should still learn Torah. When it's for gaining intelligence or to to um, further your uh, knowledge in the Torah more than your friend, let's say. But a person who learns lolishma for the sake of bragging, or for the sake of, um, the right word would be, I don't know, uh, not stabbing, maybe giving harsh questions just for stam, just for no reason, just giving harsh questions. So that type of lolishma is a type that, be, that the Torah becomes for him a potion of death. So now, according to what we just explained, so now we can understand in very simple terms, kikan, in this case, what's this case? A person who learns Torah because of the sake of the, the tzivui, the commandment of learning Torah in any way, because the person believes in reward and punishment fully, but the fact is that he really, within the giving pleasure to the creator of his learning, he still has a little bit of reward that he gets from getting, getting intelligence maybe. But why is it okay for him to mix his own desires and, and the lishma of giving pleasure to the creator? Why is it okay? Because his emunah, it's all about his emunah, his faith, his trust in the creator and his Torah is allowing him to stay in that state for now. He's allowed to be there for now. And through that state of full emunah with the Torah, he's able to move on to lishma. But only through the emunah. But the person who's not learning Torah for lishma, because why is he not learning the right reasons? Because he doesn't believe. He doesn't have emunah in reward and punishment, in the Creator, in his Torah. He's doing. He's putting in so much effort to learn, so much effort to memorize the Torah and to do all the mitzvot. But he's doing all this effort for himself. He want, He's doing mitzvot so he can get olam That's the reward. So you're just doing it so you can get the reward? You're doing ma'asil so you can get an extra 10% in the account? He doesn't believe in reward and punishment. He doesn't believe in the Creator. He doesn't believe in the Torah. So if you don't have that emunah, whatever you did, even though you tried so hard, if you were not doing it for the right reasons, if your matara wasn't correct, then the entire thing becomes contaminated. It becomes a potion of death. Because the light that was supposed to bring him to the good, and the good is already there, the light becomes dark because of his level of emunah. So we're up to Ot Yudzayin. And so therefore, we're getting instructions from the from Rav Ashlag on how to learn. What are we supposed to do before we learn? 
How are we supposed to make sure that when we learn Torah, when we do mitzvot, how are we supposed to make sure that we're doing it with the right levels of faith? That so he can strengthen his faith in the Creator and the way that the Creator oversees everything. With reward and punishment. Like Chazal saying, The person who's in charge, your boss, your boss of your work, you, you have to believe that he will give you the reward for your work. And you should meditate and you should be conscious of that your effort that you put in, that the effort you put into learning Torah, and the effort that you put into doing mitzvot, it should be for the sake of the tzivui, for the sake of the commandment of learning Torah. Not for your own sake, but for the sake of itself. And through this, Therefore, and only through this, will you be able to benefit from the light within the Torah. And not only that, when you have the right level of Unah, and when you have that chizuk of Unah, the strengthening of the trust, it'll grow even more through the Torah that you're about to learn. The, it'll be a healing for your ministers and shakui la'atzmotecha. Here it says, Rashi says that the chokhmah, that the wisdom becomes a, a healing. And for the, for the brain and for the body. And so your heart will be full, full of bitachon, full of trust. Because you will know that even though you're not doing it for the right reasons, but you're learning, you want to learn, you want it to be for the right reasons. That desire, the ratzon for it to be for the right reasons will make your emunah even stronger. So when you, before you learn, before you listen to this, the next lecture, let's say, or let's stop for a second and think about, I want this learning to be for the sake of itself. I don't want to benefit anything from it. Before you do a mitzvah, before you give the tzedakah, everything should be for its own sake, for the sake of the mitzvah. Give it away, push it away. I don't want any reward for this. That's lishma. And so we're about to get a deeper explanation. But often, person who knows ah i'm not at that level of faith what is he talking about i have no i have, i'm not a tzaddik i don't have that level of faith what am i supposed to do you're putting me in a section that i i feel like i'm lost i feel like i lost the game already he has hope why only through learning torah through learning torah he still has hope why because before you do mitzvah, before you learn Torah, you think about, I want this learning of Torah and I want this mitzvah to be for the sake of giving me more emunah. Even though I'm not believing right now, I know that this mitzvah will give me emunah. Through that, he will, his emunah becomes strengthened. His faith becomes strengthened. There's no other mitzvah that's bigger than this. The sages say, Habakuk said, it says Habakuk said, and he said about one mitzvah only. A tzaddik lives based on his emunah. Through his faith in Hashem, he lives. Your emunah is the foundation of your entire spiritual Jewish life. It's your foundation. The emunah, the faith that you have in the Creator and His Torah is the foundation of your life. So before you do mitzvah, before you do netilat yadayim, before you do barakat amazon, think, Creator, Hashem, I want you to make sure this Torah and this mitzvah that I'm about to do goes to the, the strengthening of my emunah in you. I want to be zokhe, I want to be merit, I want to have the merit to get 
better in my emunah. I want to have more faith in you. I want to trust you more. That's what you should be thinking about before you do mitzvah, before you learn Torah. Vlo'od, not just this. In fact, there's no other option. This is the only advice you have. I think it's Job, Job, Ayov, Job, he wanted to make sure that there would be no, no more deen, no more judgment in the world. So Ayov said, you created Reshaim, and you created Tzadikim. So Rashi is commenting on the Pasuk, what is Ayov what is actually saying? The people who sin, the Rashaim, they, they were created with, from the Yetzirah so now they have no choice but to sin. How are they supposed to avoid the Yetzirah So Ayov is saying, why are you judging everyone? Why, are you, why, are you, why do you give judgment? They have no choice. What are they supposed to do? So what's the answer that it says? What did the friends of Ayov answer him? What does it say in Masech? The Creator created the evil inclination. What did He also create? He created the Torah as a potion. Some say it's a spice. Some say it's a potion. Some say it's a drug. He created the Torah as an antidote to the Yetzirah. Who created the evil inclination? Who is the creator of everything? The creator. Abore, Hashem, God, whatever you want to call him. The light, whatever. He created the evil inclination. But what else did he create? He created the Torah. The Torah is the antidote to the Yetzirah. So now we understand the answer. Ayob was saying, how are you judging everyone? Everyone's created one way. They have a Yetzirah. How are they not supposed to sin? They have a Yetzirah. It, it nullifies, the Torah nullifies any thoughts about sinning. If this uh, evil one or this tricky one and he starts to get close to you, the evil inclination starts to, starts to bother you. No, it's okay. You don't have to give tzedakah. I, I skip the Torah. You don't need to. Yes, don't put on tefillin. It's fine. Don't put on tzitzit. It's fine. You don't have to do it. What's the advice? Take him to the Bet Midrash. Take him to learn Torah. If he's a stone, he'll get crushed. So what does it say in the Gemara? They're not inusin. They're not uh, in a state that they can't do anything. They're not hopeless. They have hope. What's the hope? The Torah. Learning Torah. They're able to save themselves. How are they supposed to save themselves? Through learning Torah and through doing mitzvot. Ayen sham I just want to do one more, and then we'll finish. Yudchet, number 18. So now it's understandable that they're not able to um, disqualify themselves from the judgment. Because if a person says, I did everything I could, and I learned all my Torah, but I couldn't get rid of my Yetzirah. So what, is it, what does it mean? Why can't he get rid of his Yetzirah? He's still, he's still in the deen. Why? The Ravash says, Klomar, what does it mean? Shemitgorim od besvekot chas v'shalom. They're still in doubts. About who? About the Creator. V'adayin ha-yetzara lo nimoach. The Yetzara, the evil incarnation, is still not destroyed. Ki ha-bore baruchu shebera otu v'natanu li-yetzara tokfo. Baruch shiyada gam ke livrot ha-trufa v'atavlinu ha-neemanim li-yetish kocho shli-yetzara v'limchoto kalil. We say about... Um, 
Shemot, in Parshat Shemot, when it counts the people of the Bnei Yisrael that came in to Mitzrayim in the first time, when Yaakov and everyone came, it was total 70. So there's a discussion, who was the 70th person? It was Moshe's mother, Yocheved. Yocheved. Yeah. So what, is it, what does it say there? So something that's said in the Chazal, the sages say that what happens with Mitzrayim? Mitzrayim was a galut. But what was created, what was given before they were even in galut? Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu was already planned to be there before the galut happened. What does that mean? We know that the Yetzirah, the evil inclination was created. It's a poison. But there's a medicine that's always created before. The Torah is always there. The trufa, the medicine, the tavlin, the spice. They're believed. They never fail. 100% success rate. Tell me a medicine that has 100% success rate. The Torah will solve all your problems with the evil inclination. But you have to do it right. But a person who learns Torah and he says he can't get rid of the evil inclination. It's it's, what is it? Either he didn't give enough effort to get rid of the evil inclination through his Torah. He had to learn more Torah with more effort. What does it say in Masech Megillah? A person who says, I didn't put any effort, but I found what I was supposed to find. You can't believe him. Or, so that's the first option. He didn't put enough effort. That's why he couldn't get rid of the evil inclination. What's the other option? He put in enough quantity. He put in enough amount of Torah. But what? He failed in the type of quality. What quality of Torah are you learning? What's the echut? What's the quality? What's the quality of the Torah you're learning? Kloma, what does it mean? So Ravashuk is going to explain. What is the quality of your Torah? How is it based on? When you're learning Torah, how much of your mind and your heart is, is set on the, the fact that you're about to learn Torah and it's a mitzvah to learn Torah? Or are you just learning to gain intelligence? Are you just learning to show off? The quality of the Torah, what is quality learning Torah? Quality Torah. Five stars. What is it? To merit the light within the Torah to bring you to a level of faith in the Creator. But he learned Torah with Hesech His mind was foggy. He, 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 didn't, uh, he didn't put his mind on it. He, he didn't think about the fact that his Torah will be increasing as Emunah. Even though he did it from the beginning, he did it before he started. In the middle, he forgot about learning Torah for the sake of learning Torah. And that's the quality that we need to reach. So now we have two types of Torah that's not how it should be. We have Echut and Kamut. Echut means quality, Kamut means quantity. How much Torah are you learning? How good of the Torah are you learning? As in, how much are you focused on the fact that it's going to be Lishma? Whether it's this one or that one, whether it's the fact that you didn't do enough effort or you didn't do enough Torah, as in you, you didn't put enough effort to do, do Torah or you didn't put enough effort to make sure that it was Lishma, you can't say that you're hopeless. Why? 
אחר שמחייבים חז"ל בטענה, what does it say? בראתי את הרע, לא תורת תבלין. I created the Torah. If, you, if your Yetzirah, if your evil inclination is still going around, check yourself. Is it the Echut? Is it the quality of Torah? Or is it the Kamut? Is it the amount of Torah you're learning? Because if it's something that's exceptional, So Rav Ashag is saying, there's no statement or proof that you can say that will get you out of the Ta'ana, the the mm, what's the right word ta'ana i'm not sure let's see so ravashak is really saying a person who wants to learn torah the right way and he thinks that he is learning the right way and he still sees that his evil inclination is bothering him he has to check himself again claim claim, claim that's the right word claim whoever wants to claim that their yetzerara is not going away but they learned the right amount of torah or they have they put in the right amount of quality it's not, it can't be. Because it says in the Pasuk, Barati Torah Tavlin. I created the Torah as an antidote. So you're either using the Torah in the wrong way for your own reasons, for getting more intelligent, for showing off, or you're not studying enough. It has to be either one of these, Kamut or Echut, quantity or quality. You have to increase one of them, or both. Check yourself, check where your, where your Yetzirah, where your evil inclination is, and check how you are doing in your Torah study. So how do, what is Rav Ashik saying? Through your emunah, through your faith in the Creator, there's two things. If you don't feel like you're at the right level of faith, do a mitzvah, even though it's not in the right level of faith, even though it's not for the right reasons, and think before you do the mitzvah, I want this to be the strengthening of my emunah. I want this to help me in my emunah. And through that, your emunah will increase. That's the first thing. The second thing, if the Torah is not helping you with your etzerarah, Check your Torah. Are you learning enough? Are you learning the right way? Check yourself. That's the only thing Rav Ashag is telling us. Next time, we're going to speak about the sgula of learning Torah Nistar, the hidden Torah, the Torah of Kabbalah, the deeper Torah. And so, we'll see that next time. Thank you.